Welcome to Victorious Living. He is my lamb. He took my place. He bore my punishment. He bore everything that sin brought on the human race. He bore that in his own body on the tree so that I could be full of God and so that I could be attached, as it were, birth, new birth, attached back to the life of God and begin to enjoy what the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus really means to me. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan is sharing with us, identifying with the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us identifying with the resurrection of Jesus. We are celebrating this, that God sent Jesus to die for the ungodly, ungodlike. He sent him to die for them so that them could go to be with him. And so we were included in the them. Amen. I'm a part. You're a part of them. Amen. And so God proved his love for people in that he died for whosoever will. What does that mean? Nobody has to be lost. Nobody has to go to hell. But it hinges on will they believe upon Jesus Christ as their Savior. So God has done what he needs to do and he's taken care of what he needs to do. Now he's saying, you take care of what you need to take care of and that is receive Christ into your life as the Savior. So here we come uh, then full circle to what I said. How then can we enjoy what Jesus did if, if, we, if we do not identify with what he did and what happened during this death, burial, and resurrection? So you got to know that. Well, I know we know it, or we've read it, or we've heard it, but to know it means you've got your feet on that foundation as a Christian and have come to the place that we receive what he did. So you can know about something, but not receive what it is that you know about. And so, you know, people, that's true today. It's true back then, it's true today. And so, you know, yeah, I believe in Jesus, but do I believe in what Jesus did? I believe in Jesus, do I believe in what Jesus accomplished? I believe in Jesus, do I believe he still does this, that, or the other? So you see, you can, be, you can believe that Jesus is there, but until I believe in what he did, in dying for me, God commending his love to me until I believe that to the point that I can take my faith and bring it out of that realm that it's in already finished and bring it down here into my life, then I really, really have got my identification with the crucifixion going on when I can do, do that. So he set himself together, Jesus did. He put, God proved his love for people in that he died for whosoever will. God set himself together in the same place that mankind found themselves in at that day. Well, what was that place? 
man through Adam, and we know the story, man through Adam because of disobedience, what happened? It caused a detachment that humanity was detached from the life of God. Now that they weren't dead, they didn't die physically necessarily, but they were detached from the life of God that was in them that God breathed into Adam when he created him. So he made, he made Adam out of the dirt of the earth. Uh, you know, and, and you know, that's what I say sometimes, we're all dirt in our bodies. We are created. God created Adam out of the dust of the earth. Now that doesn't mean that the person's bad now, so don't, don't let your mind, you know, go way out yonder. It just simply means that God created Adam's body and that he then, when he molded Adam's body, what did he do? I don't know, I'll give you what I think, you know, for after he did that and perhaps that form of a man was on the ground, that maybe, maybe God picked him up and got right up in his face, nose to nose, and breathed into him the breath of his life, and Adam became a living soul. God breathed his life into Adam. When Adam fell, what happened? It detached, or that life was left him and just left him alone without God, as it were, because he was living, he was breathing, but the life of God that God breathed into him was gone. He was detached from the life of God, that point. Now, he didn't lose all of his conscience of God or remembrance of God, but nonetheless, Adam was a dead being spiritually because the life of God was gone. Well, that's, that's where a lot of people are at today out in the world. That's why we, we try to witness to people and we try to share the gospel with people so that they who do not know God can receive Christ and once again be connected to the life of God by the new birth or being born again. So you remember what, 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 God, what Jesus said to Nicodemus? What did Nicodemus ask him? What did he uh, ask uh, Nicodemus? Asked Jesus, how can I get into your kingdom? And what was Jesus's reply? He said, Nicodemus, you must. Now he uses the word must, which means it's the, it's the necessity in the nature of the case. You must, you must, not maybe, you must be born again. So that totally eliminates, in my thoughts at least, it totally eliminates a person who say, well, I think I've been good enough to get there. No, you cannot be good enough to get there. The only way we can get there is through the death, burial, and resurrection, and the ascension, and the taking of his place at the right hand of the Father, becoming our advocate, becoming all that he is to us today. That's how we get back to God and have the life of God once again birthed on the inside of us, so much so that he calls us the temple. He calls us the temple of God because we are the dwelling place of God individually and we also then, if you want to stretch that out collectively, God lives in these human bodies that have accepted Jesus. So I am, you are, and everybody that has accepted Christ is, is the temple 
of God. You are a new creation in Christ. So a lot of people cannot connect their mind with that. They just can't do it. You know, they're looking for a shout and a run and a jump and a pew. They can't, they don't identify with that. They identify with having a good time. All right, sit down everybody. They identify with that more than, but it's that identification uh, with Christ that brings the jump and the shout. And until, until that's there, that's just a little bit of a, a, aerobics. Amen. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I believe I'll continue here. So God set himself together in the same place or set Jesus together in the same place that mankind found them in and that was lost, undone, detached, strangers to God and to the kingdom of God. And then in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 21, here's what uh, Paul wrote in this, this. These are wonderful scriptures. I've heard a lot of good messages uh, on these, uh, just these few scriptures that I'm using tonight. For he hath made him to be sin. Talking about Jesus. God has made him to be. I like what one translation says. Is has made him to be a sin offering. He's my lamb. You know, in the Old Testament, you know, they offered a lamb and the, 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 they, they would kill the lamb. They would take its blood and then they would, uh, they would even eat the, the, uh, the lamb. So we see then that, uh, that uh, he who knew, for he hath made him to be sin, to be a sin offering for us. He is my offering. He is my lamb. He took my place. He bore my punishment. He bore everything that sin brought on the human race. He bore that in his own body on the tree so that I could be full of God and so that I could be attached, as it were, birth, new birth, attached back to the life of God and begin to enjoy what the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus really means to me. And otherwise, until we are able to identify with it, we're not going to be able to attach any faith to it if I can't identify with it. Uh, I may have heard it read, I may have heard it preached, whatever, but if, if, if I am not identifying with Jesus as my lamb and what he did for me and also that God commended his love for me and in that he uh, said Jesus, he who knew no sin was made to be sin for me. Then when I begin to identify with that and get that down on the inside of me, I guarantee you my faith will rise to another level. My faith will come up to another level when I do that. So, you know, when you look at it, if you, if you look at it, you know, I guess you look as deep as you want to look. But if you look, look at it, you can see where religion wedged its way into a place that it didn't belong. Religion doesn't belong to us. Religion is not, is not to be a part of our family, but the whole world looks at if you go to church, you're religious. No, if you go to church and understand what I'm talking about tonight, you're born again. You are a child of God. You are connected to God and you are a citizen of the kingdom of God because you've been born from above. Hallelujah. Amen. 
So you got to know, you got to identify. Now, I'm not saying when I say you, I'm talking about myself. We have to identify with what the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus has brought to my life. You can come to a person, we, whom, whomever, can come to church all the days of their life on this earth, but until they identify with that so their faith can grab a hold of that and bring that into this lifetime, then it's just a lifetime of religion. But people feel good because they're religious. There'll be a lot of, a lot of people that on Easter Sunday in churches all over going to come to church and they're going to feel good because they came one time. <laughs> they came one time and they're waiting for Christmas. Then they're waiting for Christmas. They're going to come, come again at Christmas. Come on now. And so, they, why? Because coming to church on these days, the two days we're talking, uh, Easter and Christmas, going to church is something religious about that that appeals or makes them feel better about themselves. Amen. amen. I remember I used to preach in the church over here at Goodlettsville over there on, uh, what was the name of that road over there? Oh, you don't remember the name of the road. Uh, but anyway, little, it was a little Baptist church. And I used to preach over there and they'd get up and preach about certain things, you know, and talk about, you know, uh, they got to get themselves clean enough to go to heaven, you know, and get their life straightened out. And you had to go through, uh, you had to go through a billow of smoke because all of, all of the people... It's our hope that today's message, Identifying with the Resurrection of Jesus, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 842-7896 Again that number 1-800-842-7896 If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message please request offer 16 Today's special offer is 16 From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living <laughs>